and welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. All right, Sasquatch, why don't you take it away for this week's new game announcements and updates? Well, a long, kind of, sort of old, sort of not, um, along kind with of a the. Combo. Previous, yeah, along with the previous announcement of uh, WB Games multi versus cl- uh, closed alpha testing, you can sign up for its release date, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's open beta. Uh, it seems that WB Games is putting in support for Evo 2022 on the heels of Nintendo pulling um, Super Smash Brothers from the events, which has been a mainstay for as long as I can remember. WB Games said, "Here, have Bugs Bunny." And so, um, while the pre-registration for the event for the alpha of the game has ended, open beta should be coming up soon, so get good at it, and you and your team of a total of two can go participate in the Multiverses Evo tournament. So, Are they doing a 2v2 format? It is a 2v2 format. Multiverses is centered around 2v2. Two v two at the top end, I suppose. Um, it will be a thirty-two team payout. In fact, so it's going to actually be a very large event at Evo twenty twenty-two this year. So, well, if you're looking forward towards multiverses and you enjoy fighting games, uh, check it out and check it out at Evo. Is Evo digital only or in person this year? I believe they're doing in person this year. It's in person this year, yeah. Also, we have a new addition to Metal Hellsinger's soundtrack. Uh, Metal Hellsinger is a rhythm-based first-person arena shooter. Um, and Serge Tonklin is being added to it. So, Neat. former singer of System of a Down will be on it. Um, you can... I think he's preview. still the current singer of System of a Down. Are they even still a band? Yes. They are. They System put out new of, yes. music last year. They reformed. Did they? Yes. And a year before. They re- oh, they so, reformed. Okay, they did yes. reform. A- after, okay. after Serge Tankian put out two of his solo albums, then they reformed the band about three years ago. Does that sound right, Doc? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Well, uh, he is now included in one of the singers included. Uh, so, yeah, that's a kind of a there's a demo that launched for the game today in fact uh, was announced at summer games fest um check it out i checked it out it was really fucking fun it was awesome it flows really well so and you can also check out the song that he is contributing to um in a new trailer as well it's called no tomorrow so also uh norman reedus accidentally leaked that death stranding 2 was happening and well seems that Hideo Kojima took a bat to his head in a Twitter post. He, for some reason, has a replica of Negan's bat from The Walking Dead and took it to Reedus's head. Um, <laughs> however, uh, this is he also took the opportunity to announce that Death Stranding 2 was happening. So, yeah. So if you enjoyed the first one, the uh, post-apocalyptic uh, mailman simulator, go ahead. You have this to look forward to. Um, for some reason, Rainbow Six Siege is getting the Yakuza crossover this season. Why? Who knows? But Sega is cross- crossing over with them. Um, let's see. Who do we have here? It will be in year seven, season two. Um, should be on the live servers here any moment now. 
Uh, we got confirmed skins of Goro Majima. We also have Kiryu and what's her name? I could never remember her name. She's not important. Uh, Karo Sayama. So um, for some reason, Yakuza will be joining Rainbow Six Siege and the meme that Kiryu has never killed anybody can continue. A new game from a Polish developer, The Dust, has been announced called I, the Inquisitor. Um, it is based around a series of novels by Jacek Piekara. I don't know Polish, so probably slaughter that. Um, but the dark fantasy novel series revolves around where Jesus decided to take revenge for being crucified. Um, the gameplay trailer was kind of brutal. It looks like an action RPG on the way. So... Um, apparently it will contain it's a story driven adventure with difficult moral choices and unique abilities um, I suppose it takes place in the fictional land of Kanigastein but and uh, you are taking control of the character Mortimer so yeah uh, have fun and a weird take on that I didn't know those books existed I think I saw a preview for that game and it looked pretty cool I liked the premise um, Daybreak Games uh, have canceled the Marvel MMO that was previously announced. So, yeah, there will be no Marvel MMO on the way, at least from Daybreak Games. Um, they've worked on Star Trek Online, DC Universe Online, and a few others, I believe, uh, Planet Side and Planet Side 2. So, Temtem is a. Previously launched, um, it's a Pokemon-like MMO, and it's finally launching into 1.0 this September on consoles, uh, finally getting console releases, and will be on PC as well. Mm. It's going to 1.0 on September 6th, and it'll be on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, Switch, and PC. Excellent. Um, previously, it's only been on PS5 and PC, so yeah. Uh, they also released a new trailer when they announced this, so go ahead, and you can check it out if you're interested in a Pokemon-like MMO. There is also a collector's edition with which includes a statue of the three starters. So, I'm game just for a Pokemon-like uh, monster collector on my PS5. So, uh, No Man's Sky once again got its every other month giant update called No Man's Sky Leviathan. Uh, there's Space Whales, a new expedition, a new cloak, new community goals, an entirely new story, um, an entirely new roguelike mechanic. There's an organic frigate reward you can get in space, your space whale, as well as a new starship trail. Um, once again, like every other update, it's free, and I don't know how they make any money. Very carefully. Um, supposedly, Bungie is helping Sony create 12 different live service games by 2025. So it seems Sony's acquisition will be pumping out 12 other games. Um, Beyond just being said that they're going to help, who knows about how much they'll actually be involved in these games, or they'll just be advice about what they've learned from Destiny and Destiny 2, or they could be co-developers or developing an entire new franchise. Who knows? So uh, we'll see, but there will be 12 games coming with the help of Bungie by 2025. 
the Warhammer 40K universe is getting its first CRPG, uh, Warhammer 40K Rogue Trader. So if you're into old school CRPGs and War the Warhammer 40K universe, Rogue Trader is probably for you. There's a couple trailers out now, um, one from when it was originally announced and a new one from the Summer's Game Fest today. Um, it is being developed by the team at Alcat Games. Um, they are the team who developed the last two Pathfinder games, Pathfinder Kingmaker and Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Kingmaker took a few patches to get where it needed to be, but Wrath of the Righteous was fantastic. So if you're a fan of CRPGs, there's not too many options as there is. Uh, might want to check this one out. Speaking of Warhammer 40k, there's a retro FPS coming in the Warhammer 40k universe, Bolt Gun. It has been announced for PS5, PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. There was not much but a trailer revealed for it, but uh, the graphics are definitely a throwback to original old school Doom style, but obviously 60 frames per second, etc., High fidelity. Um, it looks fantastic. It's being developed by Rock Digital and Focus Entertainment. So if you're looking for a old school, gory, grindy shooter, Bolt Gun might be for you. Amazon Games is going to publish the studio behind Diablo 2 Resurrected's new game. Um, so yeah, they've had a few disastrous launches, a few successful launches between New World and Lost Ark. But Disruptive Games, the developer behind the Diablo 2 remake, uh, will have their game published by Amazon Games. So uh, we'll see how that goes, because on the Blizzard side, there were definitely server issues. But other than that, I think people enjoyed the game and the uh, remake of it, as well as the ability to switch back and forth between old graphics and new ones, etc. A new Aliens game has been announced by Focus Entertainment, Aliens Dark Descent. Super it will hit hype. console and PC next year. Um, this will be on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, not too much was shown for it besides a cinematic trailer and just like a very, very few snippets of actual gameplay. But it seems to be a top-down shooter. Um, it can be... Or it could be more like XCOM, who knows? But either way, it's going to be a top-down game, either strategy like XCOM or um, what's another recent top-down shooter? Uh, the Ascent, the Cyberpunk top-down shooter. Uh, we have a new game that was announced during the Summer's Game Fest as well from Fallen Leaf Studio. Uh, it's their debut game, and it's called Fort Solace. It seems to be a horror game set on Mars. Um, its big pull, though, was that it was starring uh, voice actors Troy Baker and Roger Clark. So, yeah. Why does um, this sound familiar? Troy Baker? Or Fort Solace? Troy Baker. Or right? Roger Clark. Uh, and Roger Clark. Of larger, Both of those sound familiar. They're, they're major voice actors. Okay. Um, Troy Baker was Joel in The Last of Us. So Roger Clark was, what was he in? Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. I've played neither of those, so that's not what I know them from. But I have no idea then. I don't know. Did you watch the rerun of the Summer's Game Fest? No. Yes, that and, I mean, we talk about both of those games. So I probably just, for all I know, I've heard those names just here in the well, podcast. Well, Summer's Game Fest, they were, uh, they were on stage and the game was announced. Oh, so. okay. That's, that's okay. And that might be why I, I 
am recalling them then, because I did watch that. Okay. Um, uh, there seems to be a Last of Us remake on the way after being teased and not teased after being leaked today. They officially announced it at Cyber's Games Fest today as well. Um, it is being renamed to The Last of Us Part One, and it's a complete graphical and engine overhaul. There'll be updated combats, graphic fidelity. It will run at 60 frames per second on the PS5. Um, it will cost $69.99, and there will be a special edition that will cost $99.99. Um, they did not say what will be in this special edition called the Firefly Edition. Um, but yeah, so those are the two things. Um, it's the original dialogue and everything, the original mocap action. It's just been put into the new engine and reanimated for the new assets to be used. Um, they did show a bit of a side-by-side at Summer's Game Fest, and it does look a ton better. Aren't they also like doing a TV show or a movie or something? TV show, right? Uh, yeah, there's a TV show on HBO currently. And um, actually, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, the voice actors for Ellie and Joel, will have a surprise cameo in that show as well. Which is kind of neat. Ashley Johnson is a full-on normal actor as well. Um, I don't know if Troy Baker's ever been in a TV show, so... Um, there is an action RPG on the way, Trinity Trigger from For You. It launches in September 2022. Um, there is there has been a it has been revealed via various retailer listings ahead of its planned reveal. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in any For You action RPGs, very JRPG like, there is a new one on the way for Sony consoles and Switch consoles. And the last bit of news I have is that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has had a release date set for October 28th. All in. I think, this is the er- I think this is the earliest it's actually been released. Usually it's been in November in the first week, but uh, eh, October 28th. Uh, they did have a couple reveal trailers since we last had our podcast. The gameplay reveal, they had a new full-on mission reveal on Summer's Game Fest as well, which looked really good. Um, supposedly, behind closed doors, journalists got to see a campaign mission that was akin to uh, Clean House um, from the first Modern Warfare, which was by far the best one. The uh, slow SWAT takeover of the house at night. So, yeah. Um, October 28th, it's on the way. You can also pre-order get early access to a beta, etc., etc., and even earlier beta on Sony consoles probably by a couple of days. So who knows? You can. Um, I actually I, I pre-ordered the Vault Edition. I'm super stoked. As as many know, uh, Modern Warfare is one of my favorite Call of Duty subseries. Um, so I'm super stoked for this. Uh, I got the Vault Edition, the normal cross-gen bundle. Um, which is kind of the standard one you can pre-order. Um, we'll give you for for PlayStation at least. We'll give you both the PS4 and PS5 version early access to the beta. I assume they're doing something comparable at some point on Xbox, but it is going to be on PS4 and PS5 first for the early access. Um, other items, quote unquote, are going to be announced. Um, the vault edition specifically, which is an extra $30. So the cross gen bundle is what? $70 and then a hundred dollars for the vault edition, um, comes with the season one battle pass plus 50 tier skips. Um, the red team 141 operator pack, which comes with ghost soap price and Farrah. Um, the FJX cinder weapon vault, 10, 
hours of double XP and 10 hours of double weapon XP, and you will get a Ghost Legacy Pack and tw with Chaz 12 Operator Skins and 10 Weapon Blueprints for Modern Warfare uh, and Warzone. Modern I, Warfare, the first one? The, yeah, the, the one that, 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 by the way, still has a very viable, very active lobby I found out the other day. Um, That's because it's just better no, than no, the last two. Yeah, and and not and this, that was before any of this. So now those lobbies are going to be bol bolstered again because of this, most likely. But but yeah, no. Oh, it's also, also in other interesting news, Modern Warfare Two will be available on Steam as well as Battle.net. So if you prefer to keep your oh. library all involved with Steam, uh, as I did with my pre-order, it is available on Steam for your pre-order as well, both their standard Ooh. and Vault Edition. Did you get Vault or standard? Wait. I got the vault. I, nice, I nice. usually go ham with COD since I play it a ton. Same. It's for me, um, usually the battle pass or or season pass, whatever pass it comes with is generally worth it because if you buy it outside of, of that special edition, it's usually like 10 bucks more anyways, and I always end up doing it. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, I'm not going to buy the season pass at the same time, so it doesn't matter, and I always end up buying it, so I don't even kid myself anymore. Does this mean you're actually going to be playing with me on day one? Yeah. Neat. Yep. Yep. We're back in my era of Call of Duty games. I, and I, I mean, I tried. I've been playing Vanguard a little bit. I gave it like the really good college try. And I'm just like, I just ended up playing Modern Warfare more. <laughs> so. But um, I, I'm, I've been getting I've been playing a little more Modern Warfare and some Vanguard to try and get my. Uh, juices flowing and get back into the swing of things uh for me there's a lot of muscle memory involved with call of duty um so i gotta kind of warm up if you will fair enough yeah <clears throat> let's see um did you have anything else on the new announcements sasquatch uh nope nope that's it actually the only thing else that i had um we have our june monthly games for ps plus don't forget to go download those. We have a pretty good lineup this year. Um, I this, did that last night. Yeah, me too. Um, we have God of War for PS4 um, and Naruto Shinobi Striker for PS4, as well as Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl for PS4 and PS5. So that is our PS Plus lineup or what will next week be referred to as the PS Plus or sorry, the, the PS Plus Essentials lineup. Um, and that's when we will also be able to get extra and premium, which I am super stoked for. I can't wait to get my hands on some of those classic games. In our legal debacles and controversies, we only have one article this week, uh, and it's an interesting one. It's basically France being France. Um, France oh, has things to say about this. <laughs> France, France has banned um, the official use the official use of anglistic gamer words. Specifically, there's jargon that they feel drives people too close to English. Um, so they have. Well, I'm sorry, what? Because it's close to English, they don't like it. Not yes, that it's so, offensive or anything, but because it's close so it's, to English. It's not like a, so. It's so some of the words, for example, that are replaced are. Pro gamer, uh, streamer, cloud gaming, and esports are all examples of words that have been banned. 
Now, it's not that you can't My say God. these philosophies. It's that – and I am bad at French, so I am sorry to everybody right now. It, I'm not going to pronounce I, these. Per, okay. Yes, Doc, if you want to read that I, article, Canadian. it's – it's it's right right down like the third paragraph is where it yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. I won't be able to pronounce any of this. I've tried to pronounce French. It always comes out with an Icelandic accent for some reason. du flamage. I Gemini du flamage. Say the quote right. Gemini du flamage. I don't know. Anyways, it's omelette du fromage. I'm gonna let Doc take over this one now because you could probably right, handle this so, better. Pro gamer becomes Joël professionnel. What? Streamer comes, Joel Animetel on direct. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. It's so much longer. <laughs> it's French. It, it's French. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my piece after I'm done reading these off. <laughs> yeah. uh, cloud gaming is Je Nouveau en Nuage. And esports is Je Video de Competition. Video competition? Yeah. So. So we make a porn? This video is banned. Are we making competing porn? Uh, this this ban literally <laughs> doesn't affect anyone but the French government. Sorry, like what? This this article is clickbait. Like this this was this article was written to try and get people to bash on French for trying to make it seem like they're banning the use of these words like oh, for the general public. It, yeah, it read like they but would be banned from events and stuff from being able to say yeah, that. I, I saw this article like within minutes of it getting posted and I read through it and I'm, I, I just I just looked at it and I'm like, OK, so this doesn't matter to anyone but the French government. This is clickbait. And now I'm going to have to deal with everyone sending me this fucking article all week. <laughs> And having to explain to them because no one no one actually read the article. They just read the the headline. Eurogamer wanted me to disable ad block and I was not about it. Oh yeah. No, this is this is only pertaining to like official like government and like like Oh France has Okay, I didn't I didn't read the very last sent two sentences. It's, it, it says in the very last sentence, however, the ban is only binding for government workers on official documents. Yeah, like. This doesn't matter to any of the gamers, this like they're not going to be uh, having to use the French words for these things on like live streams in France. Um, it, no, it's no longer it's, are there Twitch bans, there's French bans. It yeah, it's it's dumb. It's clickbait, but. It is news. That's that's really surprising from Eurogamer, though, to have something that clickbaity. Because Eurogamer is usually pretty on the up and up. Low news week. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> but yeah, you're not you're not going to get like actually arrested by the language police unless you like sign a law and call it a esports instead of a. Uh, Video de competition. Well, that that makes objective sense, though, because it's it's um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's the French government making language. French laws. And that's yeah, that that makes perfect sense. So. Like, I'm pretty sure Quebec is trying to, like, pass the exact same thing right now. But they're probably going to first try and ban it. It's generally used because it's Quebec and. 
they're super hardcore about their language police. <laughs> Great fishing in Quebec. Sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> Man, we don't need more reasons to make fun of France. <laughs> this was well, clearly can... written by someone in Britain. I can see why Clearly. that would be frustrating because, yeah, it definitely reads uh, very much different than it is. And I would I'd definitely expect better out of Eurogamer. Well, I mean, these are words that were created for a very specific need that don't really part- pertain to a single language. I mean, that's what it's called in nearly every, th- every other language as well. It's like how in English we have words from other countries that we just use because it makes more sense. But I mean... Whatever, if they want their official government documents, these words to be twice or three times as long. The French are very proud of their language, um, and they they try to keep out as much outside influence on the language as they can. They've been doing it for centuries. Well, they're not very good. uh, Quebec's pretty good at it, like... You you have to be completely French in Quebec if you want your business to survive. Like you you can't you can't have your business name be in English because they don't want English words being assimilated into the French language. They wish to remain distinctly separate. Yeah, see, and that's what I thought this was. That's why my opinion changed entirely once I knew that it was just government documents. How dare you not read the entire thing sans two sentences? (laughs) No, it was literally – I read until – like I read – I didn't read the last two sentences because I read the list of like words they were changing. I'm like, okay, and that was you know almost the end of the article, so I didn't read the conclusion. That's – yeah, that's my bad, so – No, it was clearly written in a purposefully inflammatory way. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I understand I was tricked, but I was still tricked. Um, I just I'm I'm a little pissy with Eurogamer because, like I said, I was I'm usually lax when I read sources that I trust. And that was one that I trusted d- past tense. So. Um, let's see. What do we have over in our industry news section? I've got quite a bit, but why don't you start us out there as per usual, Sasquatch? Um, Embracer Group has announced that we will be getting sequels for various games that they have just acquired from the various studios, such as Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. So, yeah, they're not just going to sit on the IPs. They're going to be creating new IPs for uh, these games as well as Thief. So as well as upcoming remasters. I'd I'd actually be pretty hyped for a Thief, uh, a new Thief game. The last one was really weird because it got Supernatural, which was not what Thief was about. I didn't play the most recent one. I I played the old one. Stay away from it if you enjoyed what Thief was. Um, it seems that Microsoft turned down a deal to develop Xbox exclusive Marvel games um, to focus on their own IPs, which is why Sony got the go ahead for Spider-Man, the uh, huge hit between Spider-Man and Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, oh, also Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales are coming to PC, by the way. Um, that was just announced. Hype. 
Oh, and uh, The Last of Us Part 1 is coming to PC as well, now that I'm thinking about Sony games coming to PC. Yeah, they're starting to get a lot better about it now. They realize it makes money. Yep. So, yeah, Microsoft uh, decided to focus on its own two IPs instead of picking up Marvel. Um, And speaking of Microsoft, a bunch of streaming companies such as GeForce Now, Stadia, Amazon Luna, and Microsoft Cloud Gaming are going to be part of the Samsung Gaming Hub. You will be able to natively stream through various gaming services on your new Samsung TVs. Um, All you have to do is connect any of the supported controllers to it for these services via Bluetooth to TV, and you can stream your games via the cloud from those services. Um, No dongles, no extra boxes, no nothing. It's just native to these Samsung TVs. So any games that come in Game Pass, your $15 now has a a huge-ass library. Same with any other service you might have access to. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's a really good advancement for cloud gaming. I'm gonna have to check it out more now that I have five gig internet. Oh yeah, you don't live in a place that can't Hot get real damn. internet anymore. Yeah, you wanna know what? It costs the same as my two hundred megs at my last place. Yeah. Yeah, probably that sucked. Fuck you, Eastern Washington, North Idaho, fuck off. That's all I have for the industry news. I was moving um, and unpacking and dealing with heat waves, so I've got quite a bit of stuff to unload. Um, so, uh, classic uh, PS One games are officially going to have trophies with PS Plus releases, which is super hype. Um, trophy hunters unite in cheering. This is awesome news. Um, a lot of the trophy hunting groups um, that I'm in, I know have been like fervently talking about if they're going to do this. And yes, not only are classic, uh, th- there's a lot of good news when it comes to trophies um, with our new PS plus tiers. The classic games are going to have trophy lists. Um, and on top of this, the PS plus premiums, PS one games have separate trophy lists <clears throat> for PS4 and PS5. So if you have a PS4 and a PS5, you can double platinum in any of the uh, PS Classic games, which is super neat. Um, On that same note of Sony, um, they have officially backtracked on um, what they now say is an error, a scandal, um, where PS Plus discounts weren't being counted when people were upgrading So this started in the Asian market where they rolled out the PS Plus uh, Extra and Premium or Deluxe over there. What was happening was um, you could upgrade from your um, current PlayStation Plus to Premium by paying the difference, but it wasn't uh, the difference between the normal PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Plus Premium. It was the difference between what you paid for PlayStation Plus and how much it costs for premium. So if it's um you know if it's $100 for premium and $50 for normal but you got a normal one for $25 cuz it was half off, you'd still have to fill that $75 void instead of filling a $50 void. Um 
this was causing a lot of controversy, uh, and they have now made an official statement. Um, they say due to a technical error, players in Asia who have previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount have been incorrectly charged for their upgrade pricing. This error has been fixed, and impacted players will receive a credit. Thank you for your patience. So this was a mistake, or they realized it was a mistake. Uh, uh, in any case, it's been corrected. So fear not, when it rolls out next week, all you have to do is pay the difference between the PS Plus Essential tier and PS Plus Premium tier, uh, regardless of how much you paid to buy into PS Plus Essential. Um, and finally, Sony has also revealed they're going to be ending their official sunsetting date for the PS4. So they're going to be ending the PS4 life cycle in 2025. <clears throat> They've been ramping up production on PS5s, um, and they're now really trying to push people more that direction. And they're hoping that 2025 is when they can kind of completely sunset PS4, and that's probably when you'll start seeing games come out for PS5, but not PS4, and not seeing these cross-gen bundles. Um, and speaking of the PS Plus uh, Essentials, Extra, and Premium tiers, with the launch in the Asian market, we have had a reveal of many, many more games that are involved. I'm not going to rattle off this list because it is excessive, but you can find that list pretty much anywhere now. It has a huge list of great games. I'm super stoked uh, for the PS Plus extra games um we have let's see some good names to call out it'll come with assassin's creed valhalla which i think we already knew about um batman arkham knight bloodborne call of cthulhu um <clears throat> let's see control um darksiders genesis and darksiders 3 days gone death stranding and death stranding's director cut director's cut Demon's Souls, Desperados 3, Destruction All-Stars, Detroit Becoming Human, Doom, um, Earth Wars, Entwined, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, and Far Cry 4, um, Final Fantasy uh, 7, 8, and 9, um, Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 remasters, Final Fantasy um 12 and final fantasy 15 so it's basically all final fantasies that are in the playstation era that aren't mmos um <clears throat> for honor ghost of tsushima uh ghost runner god of war gravity rush 2 uh how to survive jotun knack left alive magicka 2 um, a whole slurry of Marvel's games, um, every Spider-Man game and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Neo. Pathfinder, Kingmaker, Definitive Edition. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Ride 4. Shadow Warrior 3. Shadow of the Colossus, uh, the remake. <clears throat> Uh, Soul Calibur 6, Star Ocean First Departure, um, 
several Legend of Heroes games. And the list kind of just goes on and on and on. Um, World of Final Fantasy to add into the Final Fantasy games too. Um, and we'll be getting Stray day one. So lots and I'm lots of Stray. Yeah, lots and lots of good shit getting added in there. Um, and then, yeah, we've uh, we've still got Summer Game Fest going on right now. Um, so stay tuned for that. The first part of it was tonight. It's going to keep going through the weekend, I believe. Um, still just digital this year. And I believe that's it. Um, let's see. On to our movie, TV, and comic news. I think I'm the only one in that category. Um, so I know we talked about uh, The Last of Us with HBO already. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn also has a Netflix project in development. Interesting. So um, that's something to look forward. There's a lot of stuff going on in in the Netflix world right now, it seems like. Um, oh, this is a, f- a funny quip. Um, so Seth Green's Bored Ape NFT, uh, sh- Bored Ape NFT show was canceled because the NFT was stolen. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> but how? Um, uh, the token was funged. <laughs> But how? Wait, I thought they were non-fungible. Turns out they were fungible all the time. Yep. Hey, who would have thought this was all a giant fucking scam? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I thought it was. Um, Same. Let's see, a couple other things. We have some things in the Star Wars universe. Disney's kind of been going all in on Star Wars lately. Um, so tales of the jedi um has had a little bit of information released it's going to be some animated shorts that are going to start streaming this fall on disney plus um the series has the animation style from the clone wars and is made up of six shorts following jedi from the prequels including um qui-gon jinn and mace windu in addition um it has been officially confirmed that the Acolyte is going to turn parts of the old extended universe into canon again. So um, there's a lot of extended universe lore that um, that Disney kind of nuked, and apparently this is somehow going to un, um, undo un-fuck. that. Yes, unfuck. Um, what f- what's unfuck w- what Disney what's, fucked? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, I'm, I'm brain stepping. Ret- retcon. retcon, yes. It will un-retcon the retcon. Undo the retcon. So, so we're going to retcon the retcon. Yes, retcon the retcon. So I don't know how they plan on doing that, but I'm already stoked to see the Acolyte. So that'll be neat. Um, Time travel. And then they have also confirmed that the next Star Wars trilogy will be set, quote, around the same time of the sequels, um, which to me simply implies that there's not going to be a huge time jump disparity. Um, it's really rumors, though. I don't think uh, it's the article is very, very, very um, conjecture based. So we'll see. Uh, I remain well, I skeptical. Do have, 
I have do have one bit of a TV movie, whatever news when you're finished. Yeah, go for it. Um, the only other let's see. Uh, oh, wait, no, I do have a couple more. Um, so let's see. So Deadpool three screenwriters um, tease Disney is allowing a vulgar sequel. So um, there's been kind of will they won't they going on over the rating of Deadpool. But it does appear as if it's going to keep its R rating. Um, Disney's been kind of lenient with this, especially in Disney plus they've, they've, you know, added a whole bunch of really great parental control features and stuff like that to Disney plus. Um, and you know, I, I get that people are worried because, you know, it's Disney, it's Disney, they're going to make it child friendly, but there, I have two things to say. One, Disney is one money hungry greed machine. Um, and dollars come first, and they know how much Deadpool makes. And secondly, um, Disney's kind of always been a family-oriented um, studio, not necessarily child-oriented. So even old-school Disney movies had a lot of um, you know jokes that went over kids' heads that were for the adults. That's what made them, quote, family movies is that everyone could kind of enjoy it. So it's not really as out of their wheelhouse to make kind of a, a rated R arm of part of their um, – family of movies in some areas um they own Lionsgate. they have rated our films all the time it's just um i was never really Dream overly worried yeah i was never really overly worried about it just because looking at disney from a business aspect i i think it'd be a silly business move to to undo that but it has been apparently confirmed now that they are going to allow it, so that's cool um and on our Twisted Metal live action series, we have a little bit of extra news. Uh, Will Arnett is going to be voicing Sweet Tooth. Nice. Yeah. That's a weird casting choice. But then again, like one of my favorite movies in the past decade had a weird casting choice as Bruce Wayne. So I, it I, is what it is. So I thought it was weird at first. And then the more I thought about it and the more I like put Will Arnett's voice on Sweet Tooth, I'm like, <laughs> OK, no, I I can see Will Arnett doing like like trying to do a Batman voice almost basically. And like like it's not going to I don't think it's going to be Will Arnett's voice. I think it's going to be super Will Arnett campy. Will did do a Batman man voice though he was lego batman was he, oh i didn't see that but i can see that's probably the type of voice he would fantastic. do so that's probably so he's a good voice actor i've heard him do voices he's a good voice actor and i actually think that he, this is going to be cool so we'll see um that's all i've got for the tv and stuff um, my one thing to add was we finally got our first official teaser for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, a new Netflix series uh, being co-written and developed by CD Projekt Red, as well as animated and drawn by Studio Trigger. Um, they are best known probably for Kill a Kill back in 2013, 2014. Um, hmm. What was it? Darling of the Franks in 2018. Uh, they are definitely a top. Uh, animation studio uh, they also participated in some of the best the best uh episodes of star wars visions um the twins and what was it the elder um, so yeah they're taking the helm on animation and the art style for this anime the official treat teaser has dropped um it will be a 10 episode anime story so yeah uh you can check it out this september uh, on netflix mm -hmm.
All right. So on to our favorite game updates. I have a couple uh, small updates on Pokemon Go. Um, they're adding what uh, I mean, they claim in this headline as a long awaited ch uh, feature. But I mean, it's cool. I don't know if it's like I don't know. I, I've never heard of it being like highly demanded, but they're adding a chat feature that'll let you like chat with with people in, in Pokemon Go. That's pretty cool. Um I don't know how highly demanded that is, but um, it's a neat option. Um, some updates on Final Fantasy XIV. Um, 6.11a patch has gone through, um, mostly battle changes. There was a controversial change over Black Mage um, being rebalanced to being too powerful in PvP. Um, and Yoshi P has already come out and said that he's they're going to undo it. Um, I think it's really silly complaining. Um, Yoshi P explained his reasoning behind doing it initially, that which I still agree with. I think anyone who would disagree probably just has never played a black mage and doesn't understand how the class operates. Um, but the whole last point is that they're a glass cannon. They have a long cast time. And then they shoot off their big spell. Then that's like hyper exaggerated in PvP. Or <clears throat> there's strategies of like defending the Black Mage so they can get this huge spell off. And so, you know, yeah, their spells were boosted to be super, super strong, but also the cast times were enhanced. Um, and they were overall nuked in their defense. Not to mention they don't really have any defensive capabilities at all, even other casters. Um have ability to heal themselves or otherwise defend themselves was black mages are pure offense. So it made sense to have them be, you know, big damage because they're glass cannons and they have a five second cast time for this big damage because the whole controversy came, you know, they, they updated limit breaks to where you get the limit breaks more often. Um, and so they were kind of shitting off their limit break versions pretty often. But the thing is, like I said, it's, it's long cast time. It's interruptible cast time. You see a black mage casting this. It's very obvious what they're doing and you can stop them from doing it. Um, and I don't think people understood the nuances when a lot of those complaints came through. But um, Yoshi P being Yoshi P listened to the populace's opinion and is going to go back on the change uh, because that's – just what they do is they they listen to the audience um, most of the time. Um, in addition, the Make It Rain campaign is officially underway. It will continue until June 20th. So if you want to go to the Gold Saucer, now's the time to do it. Earnings in the Gold Saucer will be enhanced by 50%. Um, and there's some special prizes and such available. So make sure you go and check out the Gold Saucer for the Make It Rain campaign. And finally, um, they again, due to feedback from the audience, um, the Final Fantasy XIV team is considering letting adventure plates show up in dungeons. Um, this is kind of a feature I think became way more popular than they were expecting it to, and I'm all in. Um, as you know, someone who understands that glamours are the real end game, um, I loved this adventure plate system, um, and I hope they expand on it and add more to it. And it's gaining a lot of traction, so it looks like they probably will. Um, 
Also, um, just a fun little uh, quip that kind of crosses between here and other interesting articles. Um, Yoshi P was roped into an Eorzea-themed D&D, uh, D&D session and apparently stayed for a full eight hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's just too polite to leave. He got into it. You could tell. Um, there's uh, some photos and I think a video on the article, but you, you can tell he's into it. Um, I'd be into it in an Eorzea-based uh, D&D. One shot would be fun as shit. All right, that's all I got. What other articles did you have for our uh, more interesting headlines? I saw both of you had one. Um, I don't remember, but I did remember one piece of news I mentioned earlier. Uh, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, the beat-em-up game coming out, had a new announcement today. Oh, yeah. They revealed a new playable character. Casey Jones will be joining Ooh. it as well as six player local or online co-op hype. Um, along with that, the release date, June 16th. So Extra. really soon next week. Um, we also have that it will be coming to Xbox Game Pass and PC Games Pass. So if you have those, you're set to play it without needing to purchase it separately unless you want to. And once again, it will be released on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. Um, it will be backwards compatible up to the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. So. Oh, one more thing I almost forgot. There was some RuneScape, some interesting RuneScape news. Um, apparently, there is going to be a RuneScape uh, crossover in Smite coming this fall. Um, Sorry, what? I got to see this. So I assume it's going to be RuneScape Gods coming to Smite. Uh, if you go in yeah, the favorite no, game, if you go into the favorite game updates, the uh, it's just it's just the trailer that I posted down. There's 18 seconds. Um, yeah, that's it. They it's, really use sea shanty too. Yeah, yeah, and it's so it's RuneScape and old school RuneScape x smite so that's what makes me think i'm if i were to bet i would say it's going to be ceridomen guthix and zamorak and just those three and that's why they list out classic because they didn't really bring in i mean they some of them were mentioned a little bit but they didn't really bring in um Saren, Zer, uh, zaros bandos armadil and sliske until runescape three um oh my god bandos and armadil bandos armadil um Zamar or Bandos, Armadil, Zaros, and Saren were like mentioned in lore every now and then, um, but there was no focus. So it's I think it's the those the main you know the three Runescape gods everyone's familiar with in Saradom and Zamorak and Guthix. So just so you know how they do the the crossover gods and stuff, it's usually just skins for uh, existing gods in the game because all the gods in Smite are um, real oh. ancient mythological characters. Uh, yeah, I've never played uh, Smite. I know about it, but I've like, never actually played like, uh, it. Yeah, so I mean, it's really fun. It's free. You, I have it. I have it downloaded. I should put it on my back. I should bump it but, up in my backlog yeah. and try it out. So they're going to be skins for existing gods, and yeah, it's both RuneScape and classic RuneScape. So who knows? Well, and it could be because maybe they, they did. It could also be they could be doing two separate skins for each god, one from classic RuneScape, both so old blocky and you know 2.5D, and then the newer ones will be full 3D because they do have some weird funky skins that you can well, play as in the game currently as well. And that's what I was about to say because they actually those same three gods were redesigned pretty dramatically between 
classic and runescape 3 so yeah it could be that too there's just extra a bunch of extra skins you kind of get everything maybe i'll start trying smite out when they do that maybe that'll uh help their uh I'll, so I'll be part are, of that target audience for them. Skins are in the battle pass and do require you to play and complete your daily challenges and whatnot. So it will okay. be, or you can just purchase them straight up outright. I'll have to try. I'll have to try it but out a month ahead of time. Enjoy, and then yeah, try it out. If it is a game you end up do enjoying, the uh, all gods pass is always three dollars. You get access to every god. So hmm. and okay. every new god that comes out afterwards. I remember I bought that when the game launched. Hmm. I still have every god. But then again, I also do play it on and off pretty consistently and collect the battle passes for what I want. So I'll have to hit you up to show me how to play sometime when I get into it. It is a MOBA, but it's an action MOBA. It's third person or the shoulder, more like a normal RPG. So I don't know that I've actually ever played a MOBA either. So. So uh, what games have you been playing the last? Oh, hey, hey. I still got my article here. Oh, what do we got? Uh, Once again, War Thunder is in the news for uh, some player posting government secrets on their forums. (laughs) This this time (laughs) it is Chinese military secrets uh, for the DTC 10-125, an anti-tank round that the modern Chinese military uses. Um. It's not the first time the information has been <laughs> uploaded, but, you know, now now they've got like government official documentation of the info. It's yeah. all about accuracy, man. Yeah, the uh, the players are pretty into things being accurate and arguing about it and proving oh, it with government a- documents they shouldn't be showing. I do have an article in here. Yeah, something about Pokemon. Yeah, so the Pokemon TCG now includes peel-off cards. They're all dittos. <laughs> um, so people don't know whether to collect them with the peel still on or take it off. Because, however, to play these cards, they're the base ditto card and not the peel that is on top. Um, this is, in a way, a Pokemon Go crossover because of catching random Pokemon that appeared that actually turned out to be Ditto. Um, this is their the trick on it. However, the top card, the top peel layer, is not playable in the TCG. So if you want to play with the card, peel it off, they, and you have a Ditto. Otherwise, collect it or peel it to collect it. You probably should keep it unpeeled as a collector's item, but who knows how long it will last with the glue and heat and peeling and everything. I know how collecting trading cards go. It's yeah. awful, and this seems like an extra layer of awfulness. I would, I would use, but it on, is just funny on stuff like that. I usually do both. I try and get one. I try and get two and collect and peel one and not peel one. For example, well, the bottom um, ditto card is always the same card. It doesn't say what was above it or anything. Hmm. Um, and it's 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 more than just a like a, an Easter egg. It's a full on promo because the next uh yeah the next uh God what's the word um not season the next batch of of Pokemon cards is Pokemon Go themed and it's like a Pokemon Go uh, TCG crossover. So um, I think those are actually available now. I think those just released a couple days ago. All right. So what have you been playing these last few weeks there, Sasquatch, uh, when you're not driving? I'm moving, moving simulator. 
So, yeah, I recently drove over the weekend to Texas to move. Um, had a water issue with the water coming to my house broken on my side of the main. So we had to get an emergency plumber out. Yeah. The realtors fixed that. The AC wasn't working. The realtors had to come fix that. Almost had a heat stroke. Threw up a bunch. Had oh. to go into AC. It's been fun. But um, I've been playing the new Nino Kuni Cross Worlds. Oh, gladly not spending any money because it is definitely a whaling game. I tried out Diablo Immortal. Somehow it whales you even harder. Um, it does cost about $100,000 to fully level up a character through purchases. So it's for the super whales. Um, let's see, Valorant, uh, Elder Scrolls Online just launched its new expansion. Hi. Uh, lots about it. Wow, so you you moved to Texas and still played a wider variety of games than I did, I think. Um, I've, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV quite a bit more. Uh, we got our large housing, so I put a lot of time into that. Um, been playing RuneScape some, working on the Battle Pass there, and SMT Nocturne, of course. Um, but pretty just much, mostly just my standard fare uh, lately. How about you, Doc? Elden Ring? Ah, <laughs> Elden Ring, Guilty Gear... That's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Don't forget to like and subscribe, everyone, and come check us out in Discord so you can see the podcasts live on Thursday nights. Thanks, everyone, and have a great night. That's not the seeing part because we don't do cams. That's fair. Here, listen with, with your ear eyes. Later, you <laughs>